Welcome. You're listening to Faith vs. Weight with Maria Bauer. Maria is a former U.S. Navy Health Information Systems Officer, current health and wellness coach, and author of the book, Faith vs. Weight, reminding you that you already have victory in Christ. Now, here's your host, Maria Bauer. Hello and welcome to Season 3 Daily Devo, Power to Persevere, designed to help you boldly go the distance on your health and wellness journey. Today is Week 4, Day 5, inspired by Genesis 49 through 50 and Galatians 4, with our opening Bible verse coming from Galatians 4, 1. But I say that so long as the heir is a child, he is no different from a slave, even though he is Lord of all. When I used to be able-bodied. One day I began to feel pain in my hamstring, only to find out that the pain was originating from my spine. My orthopedic told me, In a matter-of-fact manner, you broke your back. Apparently, years ago, I had a compression injury that had not healed properly. At 53, with an active lifestyle and 12 years prior active-duty military service, I guess this should not have come as too much of a shock. Still, I had to fight feeling sorry for myself. Fortunately, I was immediately cured of that. Because I had to stop all impact exercises, I started swimming laps again. One day when I was swimming, as I came up for air, I heard these words coming from the lane next to me. When I used to be able-bodied. In the corner of my eye, I saw a wheelchair. Expecting to see someone older in the lane next to me, I saw someone less than half my age. He was swimming with his trainer. After talking with him, I found out that he was training for the 2022 Paralympic ski team. It's not every day I meet an Olympic athlete in training. Had I not come up for air and heard the words, when I used to be able-bodied, I would have just kept on swimming. But for some reason, those words, as part of his conversation, stopped me in my tracks. A former snowboarder, the guy in the lane next to me, had a spinal cord injury. After his accident, he avoided snow for a while, understandably, until a family member had him try adaptive skiing. Now he is doing things that no one else has ever done in the world of adaptive skiing. He also teaches adaptive skiing to help others get back on the slopes. And he does all of this through the help of an amazing organization called High Fives. Full of enthusiasm with a megawatt smile, this young man made me think of the rest of us walking around who are able-bodied but not necessarily able-minded. Then a few months later, I ran into my Aunt Carol at a family reunion. I talk about Aunt Carol in Episode 7, Perseverance. She was on a mission trip at a school for the deaf near Ensenada, Mexico, when she was run over by a semi, losing one leg from the knee down while her other foot was barely salvaged, leaving only a stump. I talked about the dozen or so surgeries and hyperbaric treatments Carol went through. She also allowed me to share the fact that she did not press charges against the person who hit her because she knew he had a family and she wanted him to be there for his children. In her late 70s at the time, Carol persevered and was able to resume a normal lifestyle with her prosthesis. And sure enough, this California native went back to Mexico to serve once again. Carol continued to travel and serve in multiple areas, 
even squeezing in a trip to Israel. The majority of the people on her Israel trip had no idea that Carol had a stump for one foot and a prosthesis for the other leg because Carol kept right up with the group, participating in all of the activities with her usual vim and vigor. And when they got to the River Jordan, Carol had arranged for help to get in the river since she had to remove her prosthesis in order to be baptized. I wish I could have seen the stunned look on the faces of the other travelers who had no idea she was not able-bodied like the rest of them. Then one evening after she was back home, getting up in the middle of the night using her walker that somehow caught the edge of the bathroom flooring, Carol fell. This time she fractured the femur of what was left of her amputated leg. After crawling to the phone, she told me at this point she was pretty good at crawling, Carol was able to get help from her beloved family once again. After yet another year of rehab and several attempts to get the prosthesis to fit right, you would never know that Carol had anything wrong with her, even though she had a stump for one foot and had just recovered from having a fractured amputated leg. Once again, she was shining the light of Jesus, excitedly telling me about the three choirs she is in, the organization she is president of, and how she loves serving as a deacon at her local church, while also participating in a weekly Bible study. Oh yes, and she is getting the thumbs up to resume swimming once again. Carol is 82. Both of these people are not what we would consider able-bodied, yet I don't know many people living life half as fully as the two of these who are more than 60 years apart in age. Why is that? I think their secret is that they are both able-minded. In Galatians 4, when Paul compares a child to a slave, he is talking about someone who does not fully know Christ, even though they already have victory in Christ. But I say, so long as the heir is a child, he is no different from a slave, though he is Lord of all. Galatians 4, 1. We can be disabled in our minds, just as we can be disabled in our bodies. I believe in many cases, lethargy, anxiety, and depression are symptoms, not the cause. Even after biochemical imbalances are medically taken into account, many of us are still disabled in our thinking. We are slaves to something, even though we are already heirs in Christ. In Genesis 49, Jacob gives the 12 tribes of Israel a final blessing before he departs, with the biggest one going to the son who had been sold as a slave. Joseph is a fruitful vine, a fruitful vine by a spring. His branches run over the wall. The archers have sorely grieved him, shot at him, and persecute him but his bow remained strong. The arms of his hands were made strong by the hands of the mighty one of Jacob. From there is the shepherd, the stone of Israel, even by the God of your father who will help you, by El Shaddai who will bless you with blessings of heaven above, blessings of the deep that lies below, blessings of the breasts and of the womb. Genesis 49 22 through 25. The interesting thing about what happened to Carol and the young man in the pool lane next to me was that both of them suffered from severely external blows, yet they were both joyful. Many of us may be walking around with seriously severe emotional blows, and we are not. We may have a different type of disability, but El Shaddai, the almighty creator of heaven and earth, 
is still able to heal you and set you free, regardless of whether your disability is external, internal, or both. God made you, and God can fix you, but you have to allow him to do it. Joseph had to forgive his brothers in order to receive his blessings. And just like Joseph, Aunt Carol forgave the person who ran her over. You have to forgive in order to be free also. When it comes to the story of Joseph, we often hear the verse, As for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good. Genesis 50, 20. This focuses only on the person who may have harmed us. But how many of us know the verse that comes right after this one? Now, therefore, do not be afraid. I will nourish you and your little ones. Joseph comforted them and spoke kindly to them. Genesis 50, 21. Now this verse focuses on Joseph forgiving and comforting and loving those who hurt him, just like Jesus did and continues to do with you and me. Not only was Joseph no longer a slave in the physical sense, he was no longer a slave in the spiritual or emotional sense either. Only with God was he able to forgive and then love those who persecuted him. And only from God was he able to receive his blessing and eventually move on. The same is possible for you and me. Today's reflection, when I used to be able-bodied. Today's action, pray. Ask the Lord to help you recognize the areas where you are not able-minded. If you need to forgive somebody, do it. Then get your blessing from the Lord. Two, move. Both of the people I mentioned serve others in one capacity or another, even though they are physically disabled. This always helps with healing. Number three, act. When it comes to making healthy choices, stop blaming your circumstances. Carol is one of the healthiest eaters I know at 82, and both of these people exercise. That's a big part of how they have energy to serve others. Have you been searching for a Christian-based weight management program that actually works for you? Check out Season 1, Episodes 1 through 10, and Season 2, Episodes 13 through 63 of this podcast. For the print and Kindle versions, check out the book, Faith vs. Weight, Magnifying the Glory of God, an action guide, Faith vs. Weight, Daily Strength to Shine. You have been listening to Season 3, Daily Devo, Power to Persevere, designed to help you boldly go the distance on your health and wellness journey. Inspiration for today's podcast came from the five-day Bible plan, BibleClassMaterial.com, covering the entire Bible in one year. Thank you for listening to Faith vs. Weight, reminding you that you already have victory in Christ. Consult your physician before starting any weight loss or exercise program.